Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, 1st of April, first day of the quarter. Last day of the quarter yesterday saw a bit of shenanigans. At one point, we were up 124 and only closed up 52. It was a pretty good quarter at the end of the day. ASX 200's been up 3.09% this year so far. Dow Jones has been up 7.8%, S&P 5.8%, NASDAQ 2.8%. But Germany, if you look at some of these European markets, Germany is flying along. They are perhaps the most pandemic sensitive of European countries with all their exports. And their market has been up 9.4%, France up 9.3%. The UK up 3.9%. China, the only major market that has been down so far this year, down 0.9%. Other notable features so far this year have been the banks sector up 14.8%. Resources hardly changed, plus 0.17%. REITs down 1%. And energy sector down 19% this year. One of the worst performers. Gold's been down 10% as the market goes up. Gold's Gold goes down. Aussie dollar down 1% so far this year. Most of the metal prices up. Copper up 13%. Zinc 11%. Iron ore 7%. Oil up 22%. Aluminium down 2%. Coal up 5%. Anyway, you don't need too many statistics. There are a lot of statistics in the strategy piece today. You don't want too many of those. So a good market this year so far is the message out of all that. Otherwise, our market's having a fairly quiet pre-holiday rally. We've got banks mostly down, bond yields in the US flat, flattish overnight, although the major trend is still towards higher interest rates. But banks doing nothing today. BHP and Rio up one and 1.6%. But the real feature today is the technology sector with APT up 3.6%, Zero up 4%, Next DC up 46 Domain Holdings up 4.1. Core Logic had some house price data and a comment from their spokesman over the last few days saying he expected interest rates, not interest rates, house prices to be going up around 10% in the next year. Fairly good vibe on the housing market, but tech stocks mainly doing well today. Even Kogan up 4%, Redbubble up 3.4%, Temple and Webster up 6.3%. Anyone would think the pandemic is back on. Brisbane have lifted their lockdown though but a bit of a a pandemic vibe as travel stocks go down tech stocks go up and travel stocks affected by webjet which has had a capital raising and has fallen 4.8 percent today and i've got a chart of webjet in the strategy piece today we're still holding it still trending up sort of come off the top recently and obviously not looking too flash today the other interesting stock is amp which has jumped today up four percent as their CEO exits. That has just been a woeful chart. And a change of management often provides the catalyst for a change of trend, though I think with AMP you'd be brave. Otherwise, chart of the ASX 200 in the strategy piece today, we are in uptrend as well. Although over the last, what's that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, we've been going sideways. Right, somebody mentioned in the office today, 
how brokers are biased to optimism and how many buy recommendations there are in the ASX 200. Well, I have had a look at that bias for you today and taken apart, not the ASX 200, but taken apart the All Ordinaries Index. And I have to tell you of the target prices, and this is target prices from Reuters, which is our main service provider, of the target prices on the All Ordinaries stocks, there are 425 stocks with target prices on Reuters in the top 500 stocks in the All Ordinaries Index. And 358, that's 84% of them, have target prices above the current share price. So only 16% of stocks have target prices below the current share price, which is a fairly predictable scenario, not just in general, but with a bull market background. Nobody makes money as a broker telling people to sell things when the market's on the rise. And to give you some of some other statistics from the All Ordinaries on recommendations, 48% of stocks have buy recommendations on them and 14%, 14.6% have strong buy recommendations. Those are consensus recommendations off Reuters. 21% have hold recommendations against them. 13% have no broker coverage and 16% of broker target prices are below the current share price and only 1% of all recommendations are consensus sell recommendations. That's five stocks out of 425. Those stocks, by the way, are Bubs Australia, BWP Trust, which is a REIT, Reese, Unibail Redamco and Syrah Resources. The only five stocks with consensus sell recommendations against them in the all ordinaries. And for your Easter pleasure. I'm sure you're not going to spend Easter reading Marcus today, but I have given you tables of the stocks trading at the biggest discounts to average target prices and the stocks trading at the biggest premium to average target prices. So the stocks that according to brokers against average target prices, according to brokers look cheap, if you can call it cheap, it's not really cheap, but the stocks trading at the biggest discounts to target prices include, apart from resources, I've not emphasized resources because they are so hard to value and it really depends on a broker's commodity price assumptions. But if we look at the industrials, a lot of the tech stocks are trading below the average broker target price, which reflects not just the 20% correction the all tech sectors just had, but also reflects the tendency for brokers to have buy recommendations in active popular sectors in a bull market. So stocks trading at a big discount to the average broker target price. Can you believe, because technology stocks are supposed to be overvalued, but not in the eyes of brokers who are trying to get business, but Afterpay is 31% below the average broker target price, Altium 34% below, Appen 37% below, NextDC 37% below, Megaport 38% below, Zipco 27% below, Car Sales 21% below. So quite a few tech style stocks. Other ones that are trading below average target prices after corrections recently include net wealth and hub 24 and of some of the big stocks csl a2 milk woodside coals you can have a look at the list simic group and as i say i've left out the resources stock so those are stocks which 
brokers think are cheap and I've put all the broker recommendations, target prices and other details in the strategy piece. Expensive stocks, the most expensive stock, well not expensive is the wrong word, but uh, the stock trading at the biggest discount to, sorry, the biggest premium to broker target prices is Pilbara Minerals and Galaxy Resources, Reese, Unibail, Redamco, Plat- Platinum Asset Management, some travel stocks in there, Sealink, Webjet, Event Hospitality, and big stocks, Commonwealth Bank, they always look expensive according to brokers, Seek, Coca-Cola, Boral, ASX, Orica, Bendigo Adelaide Bank, Cochlear, and some of the pandemic beneficiaries, Nanasonics, Premier Investments, Nanasonics not really a beneficiary, but Nanasonics in there, Premier Investments, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman. Those are stocks that supposedly look expensive. And I've put for your digesting pleasure the top 100 stocks and the recommendations and target prices. And I have written a piece about broker research, the truth about broker recommendations, the fact that there is a bias in broker research to say buy because of the corporate purpose, which is to endear themselves to companies so that they might get a corporate deal. I've also talked about robot recommendations. Some brokers have robotic recommendation structures, so something becomes a buy if it drops far enough below what they consider to be fair value and it becomes a sell if it trades at a premium. I think it's idiotic to put out robotic recommendations like that, but some brokers do. I talk about institutional recommendations. This is when a broker says something is overweight or their recommendation is overweight or underweight or underperform or outperform. Those are institutionally targeted recommendations for fund managers who care about relative performance. I've explained why brokers never say sell on a big IPO. Medibank, for instance, had everybody saying buy. I've talked about top-down and bottom-up research and what it means. And I've talked about disclaimers, the small print. You'll find it all over research. In the end, research has to be taken with a pinch of salt. A lot of it is marketing. They're marketing documents rather than independent research aimed at retail investors or aimed at making retail investors money. A lot of it is marketing material. And ultimately, you have to form your own opinion using the information in research rather than taking the advice at the top of research. And don't ever blame a broker for saying buy and a stock went down when a stock goes down and you lose money because not only are you failing to take responsibility for your own investments, but you also don't understand the research or recommendation game. Anyway, I explain that game in the strategy piece today. Right, that's about that. Sorry for some of you who were looking for the strategy piece a bit earlier. I have had a possibly the most frustrating morning of my life talking to Telstra, who have connected the NBN to our new office and trying to get Telstra to do something for you when they can't even find your account and they passed me around three or four people. I think I've spent four hours on the phone to Telstra. Can you believe it? So I am a little late today. Thanks to that. These things are sent to test us. Otherwise, it's all good. Heading off to Marimbula for the Easter holidays and for next week as well. I will be away next week. The team are in charge and in control, hopefully. We'll see. You be the judge. Until I get back, you have a fabulous Easter and I'll see you back here on the 12th.